What up, world? What up, world? What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another session of Untherapy. We got the beautiful Untherapist with us. Deja Dej, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. You know, here, that's all that counts. Here is a big word these days, honestly. It really is. Jelly Gels, how you feeling? I'm pretty good. This is this all. They got some pretty one word, two worded answers. I love them. I love them. Lady J, how you feeling? Amazing. There's less than 100 days until 2023. And I feel like the fourth quarter always hypes me up to do even more. So I'm feeling great. That's what I'm talking about. Fourth quarter energy. Chef Shea, what it do? I'm doing good. I'm so excited for all the upcoming uh, festivities. But the main event I am excited for is the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas is on its way. So that's what I'm excited for. And, it, you know, looking forward to. So that's giving me strength. She must have a boo this Christmas. Let me guess. Y'all doing matching pajamas? I'm not understanding. You staying at the mistletoe or something? What's happening with you? <laughs> no, I just love Christmas. Everybody's in a better spirit. True. Um, I just like I don't know. It's just something about the holiday is just different, and I wish it was something that was throughout the whole year. But it's literally just exclusive to this, you know, season. So that's why I just love it. You know, something I feel like, yeah, this Christmas may be different for a lot of people because I feel like being what two years removed from the start of COVID, I feel like this year, if not last, this is going to be the year that everyone gets back to like their normal traditions and Mm -hmm. stuff they used to do pre-COVID, like two years removed. So I feel like this Christmas will probably be even more fun. You know, all the attractions are going to be open and everything like that. And what about you, Cole? How you feeling? I'm feeling free. I'm feeling unrestricted. All that good stuff. Feeling Kanye minus all the yay stuff he's doing. And all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm feeling good, man. Okay. Feeling good. I'm feeling good. Speaking speaking to Kanye, what, y- what y'all think? Uh, uh, forgive me. The artist formerly known as Kanye, his name is now Ye. Please, uh, please, please, please forgive me. That's but, a lot uh, to unpack. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't, yeah, we don't want to get into everything, right? Let, let's let's not get into everything. I, I, I don't have enough money to get canceled like he can. Um. But what do you think of Deja? What do you think of some of the things that um that you've heard him say? Is there any truth to any of it? Is he going about it the wrong way, even though he has the right idea? Talk to me. So I haven't heard everything that he has said. So I'm not going to quote words. But what I will say is that the Jewish community does not play about theirs at all. And they make that known. And... I don't like disagree with them. Like if they felt disrespected and they hold the clout too, they dropped them like a hot potato and quick after the comments that apparently he made about Jewish people. So all I can say about Kanye on my end is that, yes, you, and this is with anyone, you have the right to say, I guess, whatever you want to say, but there's repercussions for every action. So but yeah, I didn't listen to everything that he says because sometimes he's just a lot for me personally, but that's how I feel. Deja, I think you brought up a really good point. You have the right to say what you want to say, but sometimes there's repercussions. So when does freedom of speech apply? Now, I for one, I I stand with the Jewish community. I I love how they banded together and came mm-hmm. to one solid decision because like th- those are my type of people. Like, he talked about them. He said things that were unappealing to their culture. And 
soon as he said it, they said, you know what? Cut it all off, which I think is how all communities and cultures should band together to get stuff done. But mm-hmm. when is freedom of speech actually freedom of speech if those are the repercussions? That means there's no real free speech. Mm. In a sense, yeah. I actually beg but, to differ on that because freedom of speech literally means freedom. Like you're not locked up or you're not jailed for what it is that you're saying. He can say what he says all day, but people didn't have the right to choose whether or not they want to associate mm-hmm. or support him financially because of his speech or his actions. We all exactly. have the right to do that. We have the freedom to speak and we have the freedom to choose where we spend our money and we have the freedom to choose who we affiliate with. So you can say whatever you want to say. That doesn't mean I have to allow you to spend your money here. And that doesn't mean that I have to allow you to associate with my brand because your, your speech can affect me negatively and I have the freedom to choose. My thing about Kanye is his views that are now public, they've never been private views. If you think about a year and a half ago, he was reprimanded for doing the same exact thing a year and a half ago. Kanye's been Kanye. Kanye's been the same from through the wire, beating up paparazzi, saying whatever he wants to say to now, he's been yay. So I think it's just funny how a lot of people are reacting to it. And again, I'm not saying what he said was right. And and I stand with the Jewish community. I don't feel like, um, I feel like they did what they had to do. And I feel like if the black community acted like that in some aspects, we may be further along when it comes to different social issues right Mm. um however i feel like kanye to me he's an entertainer he says this stuff to get a rise out of people he's not someone i look at for their valid opinion on anything right and i look at those people as entertainers so as in he wasn't someone who i would go to for an opinion or that i took too seriously before and just seeing how Kanye has acted in the media over the last 15, 20 years from college dropout to now, this isn't far-fetched for Kanye. People who are shocked and appalled, I'm like, this is Kanye. A, a couple weeks ago, he was arguing what he was exposing Kim with their private text messages that about their kids. Like he was going off the rails. Like, Again, I'm not surprised he's, he's done this. He's done this before. I think I'm more surprised that people are surprised about the things he's saying. He's never been a quiet musician like a J. Cole who doesn't speak his mind openly. He's never been a J. Cole. He's never been a Judea. He's never been one of those people. He's always been yay. He's always spoke his mind. Again, he, what he said isn't right, but I feel like people shouldn't be shocked. And I, I mean, maybe maybe it was just his time to get cut off. Maybe he's just been doing the ridiculousness for so long that people are finally like, okay, we have the power, let's all do it now and band together. The funniest, the craziest part about it all was, um, I want to say the people who I feel like were most impacted were a lot of those students at his Donda Academy. Like, I don't know if you all saw the news a couple weeks ago when the Kanye situation happened that... Um, they reported that the school is going to shut down for the remainder of the school year. So mm-hmm. my issue with Kanye isn't really what he said, because he said what he said. I don't agree with it, but he said what he said. My issue is all the things that he's linked to under his name, his mom's name, his nickname, that is basically a domino effect of it trickling down to impact other people. 
as in parents send his, their kids to his uh, Donda Academy, hoping for whatever outcome. And the school got shut down in late October after all of his rants. Now, what happens to the kids? They pulled the kids out of their basketball tournaments, all because of stuff that he said, everything like that. So I'm like, where? what about those people who are being impacted and did nothing, especially when it comes to his schools and things like that? This is a this is a great conversation. I mean, I can't spend all day talking about Kanye because we'll be here for about four or five episodes. But what's the most interesting, one of the most interesting things to me is that Kanye is banned from most social media, but he's all over social media at the same time. Oh, he's banned? <laughs> I think that a lot of, I don't know, don't make me 100% clear on that. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but from what I read, he's banned on most platforms for being able to post and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But what's so interesting is that <laughs> he's all over social media no matter what. So I had he, no clue he was banned. Yeah, I, I, I don't quote me on that, but there's some things that right. I read saying that he's unable to post or some things like that. Um, so, you know, y'all can fact check me on that. But it's just, like you said, he may be okay with this. What about his family? Are they okay? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ask the children that go to the Donda school, um, the people that's being affected by what he's saying. And like I said, he may be right in certain uh, instances. He may just be going about it the wrong way. There may be certain people he has a problem with that he didn't quote. Um, so he's grouped everybody together. And something you said earlier, you know, wishing that we could come together and do something like this. The question now becomes, do we own enough or do we have enough equity to do something like this? Right. Do we as black people own enough to be able to make this type of move when somebody offends us? Now, we may not have it from the ownership side, but we definitely have it from the consumer side. The mm-hmm. question is, do we all think alike? No, that's definitely not the case, because I see people posting online right now talking about, oh, I want to look for the, you know, the Yeezy that they're throwing away or whatever the case is or. I can't wait until he starts selling it at a different place or like, I still see folks supporting him regardless of his actions. Like he's still some, some people idol, even with everything he's done and is continuing to do. So I think that's why the black community couldn't really rally together to kind of uh, quote unquote, cancel him because we're not all on the same page. All of us look at Kanye in a different way. Some people idolize him. Some people, you know, hate seeing that they're always, like he's always on their newsfeed. So I believe that's one of the reasons why we weren't able to mobilize and like stop him from the get-go from before when he said crazy things such as slavery was a choice. Um, so yeah. go ahead. I was gonna say, I'm, I'm not surprised he has fans. Hitler had people who idolized mm-hmm. him. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I'm just like, I'm not surprised he has fans. And I hate to say it this way, but I'm going to have to say it this way for it's for people to understand where I'm coming from. I think when we use Black community as an overarching umbrella, that it is not as overarching as you think it is. And mm-hmm. why I say that is, I, I, I've said it time after time. I'm therapy-based, now I'm Jamaican. I was born in Jamaica. My family's Jamaican. If you ever heard Caribbean people talk about when Black people, there is Black people, aka us, and Black Americans, though most of us are all, 
you know, associate as being black people. If you hear Caribbeans talk about when it comes to that things, there is them than us. So I think Shay, when you say the black community to band together, that's never going to happen because a black community by itself doesn't even look at each other as a full black community. And I'm speaking from somebody who's Caribbean and I've grown, I've grown up in Caribbean household. My parents didn't move to America until they were in their forties. So whole life in the Caribbean, I live in a Caribbean area. And I tell you right now, when real Caribbeans, I'm not talking about Caribbean people who, oh, I have a grandma that's Jamaican or something like that. I'm talking about real Caribbean people when they talk about black people and then they talk about black Americans, it's two different conversations. Right. So I don't think we'll ever all be on one accord. And even when it comes down to slavery and things like that, talk to someone who is African-American about slavery, then talk to someone who is, let's say, Afro-Caribbean, Black, Jamaican, however you want to describe it about slavery. It's two complete different conversations. And then that also goes, I think, for Black, the Black community as a whole, when you talk about derogatory terms, when it comes to the Black community, a lot of those terms are offensive to African-Americans. If you talk to Jamaicans, it means nothing to them. But I do think that we have to be on one page. And I feel like we've said this before, even when it comes to like racial injustice issues and police brutality issues. And I've seen the most mobilization uh, the entire Black community has ever seen was what happened to George Floyd. And I make that a point because George, that what happened to George Floyd ignited riots across our nation. So for Kanye to say something about George Floyd and alluding that his death wasn't because of the police officers that have been charged, I expected more from us. I expected more from the black community regarding that only because that instance alone Brianna Taylor, she had riots, you know, Trayvon Martin in 2012 had riots, but George Floyd is what really ignited most of the movement together. That's what skyrocketed the Tamika Mallory's and the Portia Williams and all of these 21st century freedom fighters, as, as they call themselves. I'm, that made me actually disappointed. I was actually happy when I saw that um, Lee Merritt, the attorney, the family for the attorney actually came out and was just like, we could take legal action based on what he said about the Floyd family. Yeah, Yeah, you just unpacked it a lot, which was which was good. Like you said a lot of true things like we do fight against one another. So it's hard to become one in the same statement, though. I feel like we as black people, we have a lot that we can decide to cut tie like for example i think it was drink champs i think that's what he got on and said all of this big black podcast i guess video podcast like they come on youtube and you know they were like yeah even as like nor i forget what the other host's name they're like we don't really agree with that now granted they are contracted under a bigger like company you know it's not just drink champs own drink champs so I don't know if how they felt trickled off of the actual owner, you know, but we as black people have a lot of platforms that we can control as well. You know, like think back to like when Chris Brown hit Rihanna, that man's life changed. Everything dropped him. Changed. (laughs) Everybody dropped. I mean, tried it. What was it? Um, what was the gum brand that he had a whole commercial for? And they took, they dropped the commercial off. 
I'm talking like our black radio station stopped playing Chris Brown for a long time. Like he couldn't come to none of BT stuff. The first time he was let back in was for him to do the Michael Jackson tribute. Like, so I just think we just don't do enough even when we have that power. And I don't know why. And, you know, I, I'm regular, you know, so I can't, do much, <laughs> you know, I'm regular, regular. So the most- what is regular day <laughs> regular is like i don't own like a company that kanye is associated you know so girl i thought you meant you was regular black i was like no she said she was oh I, yeah i'm super i'm regular black as well like my last name <laughs> my last name is plantation i don't have any roots back to anywhere so yeah i'm i'm definitely slave black for sure but slave black yeah, like my last name definitely comes from a plantation. So I was I like, they're gonna have a field day with that comment. People are gonna have a field day with that. They're gonna tell us something now. Oh my right, god. Right. Then I'm regular slave, but like my last name ain't Caribbean Deja. Take that back. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, seriously. I had I asked my mom one day, I was like, you know when you get curious about like your background. Like, for example, going to fam you really had me like dang, like. I'm not Haitian. Like I'm not nothing. I don't associate with no other cultural background. So I was like, mom, you know, like, do we come from anywhere? Like, and she was like, you're black. And that's all we know. So girl, you better do the ancestry. You're going to be like Portia, 44% Nigerian. Listen, I, I really do need to do it because I really do want to know. But as of right now, yeah, definitely definitely coming from the plantation it's okay you know that's so rooted in a lot of history but yeah I just I'm just regular so like for regular regular people what can we do okay for example if you don't support what Kanye says don't buy Yeezys don't buy don't go to Gap and get his I don't even know what the name of his collection is in the trash cans and Gap don't get that like <laughs> as regular people there's a lot that we can do because our money is important to these celebrities if yeah everybody stopped buying Fenty just stopped stop savage Fenty stopped makeup Fenty that's gonna hurt their pockets it is they their business circulate off of our regular dollars so we all think we're regular we all think we don't make any changes but if the community said hey don't buy anything Kanye let's say then that could be an effect as well but our community we're so I'm gonna say it I think we're small-minded and we're so individual like individual thinkers that I can say oh you know what nah I don't really like what he said so I'm just not gonna get Yeezy and the person next to me is gonna say well he ain't say it about me and I like this (laughs) so I'm gonna go get it you know like and it's not we don't think off of the bigger picture and that's what the Jewish community does they said oh that he wouldn't he didn't talk about none of those Jews specifically. He said Jewish, and they all stood in line at a tent hut, you know. So it's just I think that's just our biggest thing is we just are too much of in like too much of individuals within Wait, our community. With me, I think we don't care enough, right? If we wanted to that's make too. good, let me tell you why. I watched and I'm gonna I'm go more recent and then I'm gonna go uh far away. I don't know if y'all remember that show that was out about Greeks. I think it was, it may have been um, 
OMG, yes. That, right? They went up and it was off the air. Oh, okay. that reality yeah. TV show. Yes, yeah. back in on VH1. Yeah, I remember. I wanted that show off the air and that show was up off the air. Sure was. Sure yeah. so, so that's number one. So, and when we want to affect change, we can. Let's go back a little bit more. If y'all, if I had to ask y'all, one of the most influential black men in the black community, who would y'all say in the black community? Right now, like in recent within, days, oh, oh, within the last twenty to thirty years. Oh Lord, you know somebody gonna say I'm okay. Twenty to thirty years is a long time. The most influential black. Okay, let's go. Let's, let's not, go around. Not, not the, but but one of them. Okay, let's go around the untherapy table. Jelly, you kick us off. <laughs> she only threw that because she didn't know the answer. And exactly. I, was like, I was like, I hope she doesn't throw it to me because I... Actually, no, I, I have one, but I wanted Jelly to kick us off. I just want to know what she's going to say. Okay. Yeah, I, so one of the most influential Black people over the last 30 years, right? Black Is that the Yeah. Question? Black men. You said Black men? Men. Black men. One Black man. Shannon Sharp. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Wait, why did you <laughs> out? The most I, influential? Let me start over again. You said one one of. One of the most influential <laughs> black men to the black community. And you said Shannon Sharp. All right, then Al Sharpton. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll accept that one. That that first one was has got it. I was like, not Colin Powell rolling in his grave because Jelly said Shannon Sharp. Are you <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we can't stand together as black people because every time a black person suggests something i try to clown them yeah, instead of standing okay. together in solidarity look at y'all yeah. being, no, a, reg- being a regular safe black i had your back i said y'all going to <laughs> thank you deja her. they being a they showing us the regular slave black john that's gave good. up her we caribbean card <laughs> Deja, how about go you? Go ahead, Al. Oh, to me. Go to me last. I don't know. <laughs> well, 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 Lady J want to go last, but okay, we'll go. We'll come to you second or last. Go next. Yeah. I'll how go next. Okay. Okay. Let, okay. Let me clarify. I have absolutely no issue with Shannon Sharp. However, I, okay. Let let me let me say let me say this. I guess when Coach asks his question to me, I just thought about like overall. Like who actually makes an impact on our community? Not saying Shannon Sharp didn't make an impact on the football field and our TV screens, but I guess I was thinking more so like civil rights and people who stand up publicly for Black rights. But I will say Shannon Sharp did come out and say something about Kanye when Kanye was acting mad crazy, and he came and defended the Black community. It's like Kanye, you got to stop. So I will say he did say that. So I would say over the last twenty to thirty years someone that has truly made a difference that has stood up for our black rights in many different aspects. I'm going to give it to Benjamin Crump as one of them. And I, and the reason why I say Benjamin Crump is because like every time a black person gets shot, killed, injured, they defended by his law firm. I'm not, even though he's getting paid when the client's families get paid, but he's made it his duty to be the face of protecting black people after police brutality, injustice, and anything like that. So I'm going to give it to Benjamin. All right. Chef Shay. I'm scared, man, because y'all are tough proud over here. Lord, yeah. she don't say don't Michael Day 26. <laughs> no, I am not. <laughs> no, no, no. She going to say Ryan Coogler. Coogler. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who made Black Panther? I'm weak. I'm weak. 
Listen to these say slay black clown. Listen right, to right. If I would do entertainment, if I picked entertainment, Bingo. like for real, for real, I would say Tyler Perry. But I was thinking originally Barack Obama. Oh, you're but right. some folks may some you know that that's where I was going. Barack no, Barack. Obama. Barack is a great one. We love Barack. That is a good one. Okay. Yeah, we love Barack. Deja. Okay, so I have to go down. So I was going <laughs> to say Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> That's the black man. He that said was- man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yo. Y'all savages. Y'all could have said that for life. You no, have I to tell it- her now. Wait. I thought it was. Okay, oh, now they don't have to get on one the accord. Shay. The slave blacks, clearly. Jeez. Yeah. Black hold folk on. really can't get on one accord. We just proved it. Trying to unprove it. Clearly. Yeah, it. Hold on, hold on. clearly. Right. This, this took a left. Last. And then she went last with the wrong answer. <laughs> Yo, this she, is like a bad episode of Family Feud. I cannot. <laughs> this is like one of those episodes of Family Feud where the family just can't get right okay, with their well, responses. To today. This is this is a, this is amazing. <laughs> oh my goodness! Sorry, I this whole time I was like sweating. I was like, "Who am I gonna say?" Asia chose somebody who wasn't even on the list. <laughs> she could have said Ray J, but she said Oprah. Oh, so any anything would have been better than Oprah at this point. Well, you did say black man. Okay, we gotta give Deja another chance. Right, okay, let's try it again. Oh, but she took. Okay, so she took Barack. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't put me in a mix. Like I took your answer. That was never your answer. <laughs> I know, but now, 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 now not that was never your answer. I, I am dead. Now I'm thinking of oh, men. Lord. You have to give me a second to get my men you list. Did. You came last. No, what? But... Exactly. You was last and you still... Okay, look, can we... Wait, yeah. coach, coach, what's you your know? answer? Give Deja a second. Coach, what's your answer? Yeah, what's Deja, your answer? I was just about to say that. Deja, if you come back and say Alfred Woodard or something, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> I'm telling you now. You say <laughs> you Deja, go do a quick Google lady. search. Oh, my goodness. All <laughs> black people who are influential. You're going to see Diddy or something. All right, all right. <clears throat> For me, I'm gonna say the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. As far as as far as I, I I watched I watched him fight for just normal black economics for the last thirty years. He's built leaders under him. He's built a nation of people who will follow the things that he says. I mean, just that type of power. They assembled a million people to march right then and there. If you can get a million people together. So we have two examples. We have one, we have people shutting down a Greek show because they don't like the portrayal that was happening. Number one. Number two, you have somebody that can assemble a million people together to go to a different state and to march. That right there showed me that we have the ability to do it. The question is, are we coming together? Um, but uh, but I don't want to get too deep into it without hearing who Deja wants to say. Oh, my God. You guys are killing me. I know this is going to sound crazy because of. I'm scared. Yes, I'm so nervous. Can't be crazy to the last answer. Halloween just passing. Oh my god. Of currency, but I'm think like in. I'm going down like the entertainment realm, and I'm gonna say Bill Cosby. Who? Bill Cosby. Log off, Deja. Okay. Why you did that? No. Okay. Like Bill, okay. Cosby, Bill Cosby. Okay, we have to give him his 
back in the day flowers. Please, please don't I want to do anything right now. Please. We can talk about Bill, Bill Cosby and Kanye in the same episode. Same I'm not story. getting caught up with Bill. I'm not getting caught up with Bill. Okay. I'll take it back. No, no, you keep it. No, it's you okay. thought about this for long and hard. You gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep that though. But like okay. I'm thinking, like influential on like black TV and like during his time. So So I will say I do always think it's sad when stars fall from grace. Yeah. I will say that. I definitely do think it's really unfortunate to their legacy and everything like that when we see stars fall from grace as someone like Bill Cosby at yeah. according to the news and everything we've seen at his own hands. Now you are right. Back in the late 80s, 90s, from kids say the darnest things to the Cosby show, he was that guy. Mm-hmm. But again, from what we saw and what the te- the news has told us, his own actions added to his ultimate demise of his right. legacy and everything like that. So I can see how why you would say Bill Cosby. I'm I'm taking it from a sense of yeah. granted. I'm not saying he did not do any of those things. Yeah. I'm taking it from a sense of entertainment wise during his time period. Yeah. He was really influential to the black community and the idea of black family. So 100%. that's why I was like, okay, let me think from a different realm. We had activists, we had presidency, we had all that. <laughs> so like, let me take it from an entertainment realm. But yeah, no, I'm not negating anything that he has done. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I could see where you're coming from. But I want you to know just from that statement, I know people who listen are going to be like, why would you say Bill Cosby? Because Bill Cosby did ABC. I already know how people are going to respond <laughs> from just hearing you say that. But I could see where you're taking it from. Because honestly, Bill Cosby was that guy back in the day. Again, his fall from grace was his own doing. His right. <laughs> It, it was all on him but back in the day before let's, if we took it back to bill cosby 10 years ago before the allegations everything like that people love bill yeah and i think that's why it's hard like the bill cosby situation is honestly very unfortunate and you know and therapy does stand with all the victims of all the unfortunate acts of bill cosby um <laughs> there's our disclaimer but that is very serious that we do feel that way See, they started something with Bill. Um, but the the Bill conversation is actually a great conversation. It's just bad for today. But um, <laughs> I can't. You know, because you know, y'all savages today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Bill was who Bill was. I don't know if I was say within the last ten years. I think people started looking at him differently around a Trayvon Martin situation um, because some of the things that I believe he shared. But we won't delve too deep into that. But I, I do want to touch on something I think, Lady J, you may have mentioned earlier, <clears throat> um, where it was talking about Kanye and people who he's affected. Um, and it's affected his once marriage um, or the relationship he may have had with his with his ex-wife or I'm not sure if they're still married or whatever it is. But um, you talking about Kim? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but it, it just it just goes to show you. Um, he said he started seeing different sides of her. You know what I mean? And divorce in Hollywood has been very highly. <clears throat> so aside from all the stuff that Kanye said and all of the other good stuff that he's been mentioning lately, what are we really looking for? Like, what are the qualities that we're really... Because Kanye is not the only one going through a divorce. I think y'all told me that... Um, did y'all tell me that Anthony Anderson and Miguel and... Um, T and them were, you know, they may be working things out now, but 
they were once headed for divorce. Is that true? Oh, T and Corey Hardrick? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And Anthony Anderson, I'm not too um, familiar with. I think yeah, I he, he got divorced. No, I'm saying, was some of these people going toward, maybe it was Anthony Anderson, but it was somebody um, similar to him that we were discussing in the past. Um, I don't remember all of them, but I do know that I've seen that there were a lot of people wanting to get divorces these days. So what, you know, what qualities are we, are we, not are we looking for, but what qualities do we have to prepare ourselves for um, going into marriage? Because um, I'm, I'm married and some of us on the podcast want to be married. But if we're looking up these days, there are a lot of people who are saying, hey, um, I didn't see that when I was dating them or I didn't know that side of them. So how are we, how are we balancing these different emotions? And this may need a part two um, to it, but what are the things that we're, that we're really looking for, these qualities when we're preparing for marriage? Well, you know what? I think that's a good question. I mean, relating it back to the Kim and Kanye situation, I think from what I've picked out from what you said is Kanye is going off the rocker. Did Kim possibly see any of these signs before they got married? And would she have married the Kanye now that is that is saying all of these public things that may not align with her brand and what she stands for, right? So what qualities do we look for? I think, I think, like we've said time and time again, we could look for certain qualities, but unfortunately people might change over time. And I think we can't really account for that. Like, I think any marriage, I can't speak to marriages really, but I would say any situation where you're even dating someone even before you get to marriage, year one is never going to be like year 10 in that dating scenario or that marriage. The person you meet today might develop a whole new mindset or line of thinking five years from now just based on what happens within that time frame so i don't know what do you look for to not end up with a spouse that goes off the rocker i don't know what that is i think there are some people that no matter what happens and the changes you know they ride they ride they ride until the wheels fall off i am not that person um <clears throat> i'm definitely not a ride or die unfortunately <laughs> and i do think and I, I have to say like that because I remember growing up, like y'all remember old school Instagram and Twitter days when being a ride or die girlfriend is, is like the thing to be. I feel like in 2022, is that really the thing, y'all? No. Is, is it really? We well, don't girlfriend. <laughs> girlfriends anymore as much. Yeah. So. Like, oh my God. All right. On therapy phase, we have to either post this on our stories or y'all may know what I'm talking about. A couple. I would say in September, there was this post going around, this girl in the sky, they were at like a birthday party. The people came to shoot up the guy because he had smoke with them. Girlfriend got shot and died. He sent a post. He posted her with a picture after she died, say, thank you for being a real one. And I'm happy to still be alive today. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't still be here. And you were a real one for that. I'm gonna shout out your family. And I'm like, I'll be like... Yeah. This is what you get for being a ride or die. Like he literally just said, Oh, thank God it wasn't me. Thank God it was you. You was a real one. I'm like, no, that's not a thing. I don't know what you look for. I feel like you kind of just have to assess people for who they are and try to judge their morals and characters. But I feel like people change. That's the one thing that's consistent. People change. And if you're not yeah. willing to stay with someone through their Kanye era, I don't know. 
Yeah, I think, and I think we, um, some people miss that second part of ride or die. And the second part is die. And oh. um, you have to be very careful with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? With that mentality. <laughs> because the, the first one is cool. But when that second, that second one started knocking, it's not as fun anymore. Um, but, but this goes back to a conversation we've had in the past. And we say that we don't date potential. But when you look at it, if you never really know who somebody is, then you are kind of dating potential. Now, it may not be to the point where um, they say, hey, I'm going to be this in the future, and, but they're not that right now. But, hey, we have potential fathers, you know what I'm saying, potential um, husbands. So we are dating some form of potential, and we probably won't be able to cover everything in this session today. But do we need to rethink the the, the judging potential or dating potential situation? Because what sacrifices, what questions do you really know to ask? You can go to as many therapy sessions as you want prior to marriage, but you don't know how he is as a father until you have a baby with him. You don't know how he is as a husband until you get married. You don't know his level of consideration as a husband until you get married. You don't know if everything changes when you marry her as a wife. She may say, hey, you know, I can't wait to cook and do all this for my family. But then when you get married, she'll do none of that. She may say, you know, I like a spotless house. When I get married, you know, I got to fold all the laundry and all this other stuff. She may have a baby and may not have the energy to do that. So what, you know, what are the different, you know, things that we rate? Is it something that we can really see? Is it really blind faith that we're going into these things? I mean, it's, it's, it's worth the conversation. But, you know, with these sessions, we can stay on these topics all night. So we may need a part two and a part three to talk about, hey, um, the sacrifices that you had that you've had to make in relationships. Um, and then also, you know, the potential thing, are we really are we really escaping dating potential? Is there any way to get out of that? And I don't know if there is, but, um, you know, let's go around the room and at least, and I know this has been a lot to unpack today, <laughs> a lot to unpack, you know, I'm sorry for, you know, if I, if I verbally attacked any of y'all tonight, it, it was a, it was, it was an interesting time, but, um, Deja, talk to me. How do you feel about, you know, the things that we discussed so far? I just feel that, as a black community, we could do more. We could care more. And I'll just leave it like that. Yes, 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 yes. We can care more, but then I guess that would, we'd, we'd also have to care about the same things at the same time. Um, but yeah, we, we definitely have to care more. Jelly Jazz, how about you? Uh, I think I'm gonna answer a question that you had earlier in the show. What should you look for? Um, there are many things on that list, but uh, one of the things that I think you should look for is how this person treats you when they become upset. I know that um, circumstances may change in your life, but I think it truly speaks to the character of your partner when they can still treat you with dignity or respect when they're upset with you. That's a good one. How do they handle you in conflict? Yeah, that's 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 definitely a huge one. Uh, Lady J, how about you? I agree with what Jelly says, especially when they're at their worst. But I think in all relationships, you just have to continue to choose that person as well as your partner has to continue to choose you every single day in sickness or in health or richer, poorer, whatever it is. Like if this is your person and you love them at their core when you met them, even if they change over time and this is and you still want this to be your person, even as you evolve and grow, you just got to stick with it and find a core ground. Like there has to be in all relationships, um, there is a central point where y'all meet 
that this is the one thing that brought y'all together. If it could be, if both of y'all watch Game of Thrones and this is your both happy spot that you know, when you when you all sit down and watch this show, nothing else in the world matters. You have to find that central point and revert back to it every time you go through things. So, and I feel like it's okay for relationships to end as well. I feel like we kind of talk a lot about fixing the relationship and staying and making sure it works, but I feel like endings are okay. Like endings of a relationship doesn't mean the end of everything else, even if you have kids or whatever it is. I think it's also okay to walk away if this no longer suits you, if you've evolved past it. So stick with them if you want to, but just know the end of a relationship is just the end. And there's always someone better. It's a tough call in marriage. (laughs) That's a very tough call. Well, make sure you do a prenup beforehand. (laughs) Yeah. We, I guess we have a lot to talk about next session. Uh, Chef Shea, how about you? Um, I guess I'll say just beware of the consequences, the consequences uh, that come with, uh, that may come with your actions. Um, and then kind of to tie that into like the marriage part, just making sure you pick someone who is very self-reflective of their actions and is thoughtful before they make an action. So I, I would say those two things there. So just re- remembering there's always a, a potential consequence and then like thinking that through and making sure that whatever action you take, you stand by it and, you know, go with whatever comes with it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a big one. I'm just going to say, be patient with your choice. You know, you, you made a decision and, you know, stick with it. Don't only stick with it when it looks good, but you got to stick with it, period. Um, I'm not saying to go through life unhappy with the decision that you've made, but you made the decision for a reason, and both of y'all need to work at that decision. Um, so just keep at it. Listen, man, this is a great session, man. You know, we kind of got carried away in the beginning, man. These are all good topics to talk about, but, you know, we really can band together if we wanted to. The question is, do we care enough to do it? Uh, but once again, we're going to need the part two and part three of these sessions, man, but... Listen, I appreciate the ladies in here. We got the wonderful ladies with us. Listen, follow us on IG at Untherapy Podcast. You know, we're going to have some questions and some content and some good stuff. But listen, we got the wonderful Deja Days. We got Lady J. We got Jelly Gels. We got Chef Shea and your boy Coach Ferns. And we out.